All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And we're off and running. Welcome to the podcast. Barn burner on a Thursday, a busy Thursday, as it turns out. Who knew there'd be oh, really? uh, there'd be busy things or a lot of stuff going on here in late June, but yet here we are on a busy one. Welcome to the Tower Chrysler Studios. It's Boomer, it's Pinder, it's the Redster Tower Chrysler. Uh thoughts, so uh, T's and P's the surge today. Surge Lacasse. Oh, what's going on? You all right? Oh, well, I was in he was in Palm last night, Palm Springs, watching the old uh the Firebirds. He is a he's been a Firebirds fan for about uh, six days, days. Yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, all of six days. He was there for game Tattoo. seven last night. Oh yeah, <laughs> long <laughs> suffering. Yeah, I know. Yeah, long suffering Coachella Valley Firebird fan. Mm-hmm. Um, where they have a two nothing lead and then lost in overtime. Oh boy, well, two nothing lead in the series too of the Hershey Cup uh, championship or the Hershey they win the uh, Calder Cup championship last night. So. Sorry, Serge. T's and P's. T's and P's. Now, why is there two Calder Cups? There's one in that league, and there's one in this league. No? Is it the same Calder? I wonder. I mean, it would make sense that someone made a great impact in the American League and then also the NHL and had shit named after him, but I don't know the answer to that. Is it Shane Calder? Don't believe so. He's moving potatoes. Is he really? fries available, folks. I had no Making idea. Your fries available. Yeah, I had no idea. Well, I guess there's no need to to f around because there's been there may not be a situation where there's been more flames news in a 24 hour period since last summer. The hockey, but I, 
Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah. Head coach in the uh, American Hockey League. Yeah. As, and as it pertains to the assistant coach spot in the National Hockey League. Right. And three pivotal pieces of the on-ice uh, performance of the uh, Calgary Flames. News surrounding all of that. None of it inconsequential. Jack, do we have some, like, beat music? Like I was going to say, I, we almost need, like... Not beat, but you know what I like. Some intense kind of... Yeah. Da -da. Da -da. Dramatic. Da -da. Yeah, 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 very dramatic. Very dramatic We're... times. Um, now, I know you've got all of this coming up in the Pinder Report, and I don't want to steal your thunder, but we can't... No, we have to talk about it. Let's talk about it. ...kick the can around until then. But uh, So we'll start, I guess, with uh, some Frank bombs came out this morning... By way of the Twitter and by way of the social, we'll start with Noah Hannafin, who we've talked about plenty, and I don't know that this is necessarily breaking news, but it's just the latest from Frank. The tweet as of uh, less than an hour ago, the belief is Flames have received a more direct answer from defenseman Noah Hannafin, who has clearly indicated that he does not plan to sign an extension in Calgary. This doesn't necessarily guarantee a trade, but Calgary has an answer on where he stands. Again, kind of reinforcing i think what we all believed or at least what we all were hearing that other people believed so to frank's point doesn't guarantee a trade but if what conroy said at his press conference about not being able to essentially walk pending ufas into a season and risk losing them for nothing you can still trade them in the season i suppose you can still do that don't or get hurt could... don't get hurt and, yeah. and don't be good. That's the other thing, too, that we found. That if you're a good team and you're in a playoff hunt or in your playoff mm. spot, it's hard to t trade your really good players. Right, Frank made a good point. You can walk away. Let them yeah. go. I mean, I, I think if you can choose between getting a bunch of picks and not having the player or just letting them walk and getting the cast space, I'd rather have both. Is that a bit hypocri hypocritical on my side when I absolutely roast for living for not trading? Is Jordan? it a, a bit hypocritical? <laughs> Hypocritical, or you could just let him walk for nothing. You could That's just, uh, you'll just get that cap space back. No, no. It's I mean, a you do get cap space if you just take picks back. I, I do want to remind people that it's not one or the other. It it's could true, be both. Yeah, I do like the idea of both. Yeah, it's like a really, both. really, really good draft class. Okay, I said this yesterday, and we never followed up. Would it be an option, in your two dummies' opinions, mm. to? Combined, say, you on Hannafin, you're taking more of our money and not get anything back. In other words, the two highest paid centermen on the team. Well, or you not centermen. But... Yeah. yeah. Um, you could. I'd rather try to get a pick in the top 20 here. This is a really nice crop. Um, There's no guarantees in life, Ryan. Of course there isn't, but Jesus. Uh so for that, so let's just t paint an example. Let's say it's Nazem Kadri. Sure. That would be one of them. So you would be sending Noah Hannafin, potentially with an extension long-term, and Kadri somewhere. You would have to be taking back some money, I would guess, because you're talking That's about Hannafin's million bucks. $5 million, just a shade under 5 well, this why? year. I mean, are there not I'm teams just, out there that might work with you that have some cap space? Not 12. I, 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 huh? Not twelve million. That's what those two guys are making. I mean, you, you don't want to eat on Kadri because you're eating for six years. Beat this year on on uh, on Hannafin, sure. But I don't see a team that thinks they're contending this year with ten million bucks cap space. Yeah, but the Buffalo Sabers. 
Do they have ten million bucks in cap space? No. Yes. Let me. I'll, I'll just do. finish that point. Now, right. if you so were to, then there's a good idea. Yeah. But if you were to take money back, it doesn't mean that you're taking six years of it. You could be taking it short term. Yeah, no. Maybe it's the final year of a deal where you're sure. sure we'll take that guy that's got five. And million then the caps up next and, year, and they can deal with their shit later. Yeah. That's yeah. you absolutely could. Um, I just think it's going to be really easy to be bad. Um, if you're going to be bad, what's really hard is to collect good hockey players. And this is the draft yeah. you want to collect players from. Like but we've... they're, they're, the Flames aren't the only ones seeing it, though, Ryan, is the only flying the ointment here, right? Like, no, I'm not suggesting other teams don't know it's a good draft. What I'm suggesting is if you're a contender that sees your chance to win is this year or next year, this year's draft pick ain't helping you win a cup. It's going to be beyond that. So you're trading futures for present. And like, and the other part of that is, it's great to have cap space. What are you doing with it mm-hmm. next year? Right, like if you're the Flames or somebody else. If you're the Flames, so yeah. say you clear off. Say somebody says, "Yeah, I'll take Hannafin and and even Huberto." Great, you've cleared up a whole bunch of cap space next year. What's your plan to use that cap space? Anything, or do you use, or do you now start taking shitty contracts? Because this is the trickle down effect, right? Chess, not checkers. You've you've got cap space now. Now you could take someone like you didn't move Hannafin and Huberto for picks. Okay, damn, it would have been nice to get picks. Guess what you got? A bunch of cap space. Who's in the tight crunch? There's a bunch of teams. We'll take your shitty money. Give us your picks, right? Like there's once you start moving the pieces, there's other ways of getting those those picks that you you can do it twice over you can trade Hanford for picks get the cap space take someone else's bad money with picks get picks 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 go yeah. uh i just think yeah like you you could really work hard to try to remove one of these cumbersome huge contracts i still agree with boomer yesterday this is the absolute sell moment for the careers of cadre and huberto if you can even wait one year you might be able to do it with less pain than this offseason. That's my take on it. I think if the coach had anything at all to do with them not having years that were typical to accustomed to seeing, then you'll have a better spot to move them in a, a year from now. If the coach what was is, not an issue at all and they're just failed players, okay, well then you're in the same spot you are next summer. What a shitty thing though. You're giving up your two, three defensemen. You're not, I'm, I'm suggesting trading him for a pile I'm, of assets, not giving him up for nothing. That's my suggestion. My point, though, is for those guys to look good, do they need to? Does that not mean the team needs to be good? And if you're anyway, it's no. There's good players on bad teams. I mean, if if Huberto looks like the Huberto that arrived in Calgary and not the one that played in Calgary, you're happy with where you're at in versus what you had this year. If Nazem Kadri looks yeah, like happy a, with what you're at, because you're going to get production from him. But if you're mm-hmm. deleting from your decor and you can't fill that hole and now all of a sudden you're losing, you have, you know what I mean? Like I do. I'm, I'm not really talking about winning next year. What I'm talking about is asset management where it's like, if you, you, I don't think you can let Lindholm or Hannafin walk for nothing. And I think if you can find ways to get into the top 20 of this draft, like you could really swing the fortunes of this club for the next decade significantly. You might not, but it's the best. When you look at draft classes, this one is, you know, at this point with, uh, we had Byron Bader on last night for a draft thing. Like the numbers kids are putting up in their draft year this year, we haven't seen since that 03 class. If you could pull a Perry Getzlaff, type thing out of this draft class. It completely changes your fortunes. I'd rather that than trying to dump a guy who's had a career worst season. 
so P- Pinder did a uh, draft preview show for us last night, as he mentions, and, and he's been told by guys in the know how great the draft class is. So we're going to be hearing a lot. Years. We're going to be hearing from Pinder about how about draft picks a lot over the next. No, uh, but we, six it's days. honestly we've heard about the twenty three class for three years. This isn't new. You know that it's a deep draft, and uh, like we this here was a question from last night that and a, a little teaser for Tuesday's show next week. Where would Shane Wright? or Uri Slavkovsky have gone, the presumptive number one and the actual number one, if they were in this year's draft class. These guys think they'd go in the teens. That's a, a Western scout and a guy that simply looks at data and says, here's what guys with this type of production of them, these leagues typically do. Like, that's how much better this year's class is than last. Sure. No, I, yeah. Like, you, please to, to your find original. more top 20 picks than this year's draft. Is that Okay, but here, you know, it, it's just... It's too. I don't disagree with you, and sure, the the comparisons with the two thousand three, but you still have a third of those guys aren't as great as what you know what I mean. Like the two thousand three draft class, still there one, two, three, four, five. Ten Hall of Famers in there. Well, that yeah, but there's also seven or eight guys that didn't pan out. Correct. Yeah, there was right. one that played only a handful of games. They all played. Yeah, but okay, Robert Nielsen. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fifteenth overall, played two hundred and fifty games. Sure. And and again, I'm not arguing to say don't get the picks. I'm not. I'm just. It's a comp. I think Conroy's in a shitty spot. Of course he is. Yes, we talked about it. He's been given probably the most diabolical of marching orders. Make the playoffs, but oh my gosh, I'm seeing this team getting really old. I'd love to get young. I, I think what the news we've heard today, which Boom hasn't really even gotten around to saying yet, is like, if you ever had a day to commit to a rebuild, this is the fucking day. So we'll spin, uh, well, where do I, let's do Michael Backlund. This was another piece that came out from Frank this morning. Now, I think we've all kind of felt like Backlund has been a Calgary flame from the day like drafted here. He's played here. Doesn't feel like maybe he should play anywhere else. Could be a career flame. The guys in the room have been talking about how he's captain material. Frank had an update on his Twitter regarding Michael as well. Bit of a surprise. Told Michael Backlund is also leaning toward not re-signing in Calgary. That could change, and the Flames hope it does. He's been a staple for 15 years. Nonetheless, Craig Conroy has decisions to make. I always, I find these kind of, and this is not nothing about Frank. I, I take Frank to absolutely have his facts on this. This feels a little bit, it can feel a little bit like maybe an agent is throwing some shit out there to see if it sticks and just to let, uh, we're not sure, we, we may not, to kind of sweeten the pot potentially on any kind of a deal that he may have as far as a uh, contract re-up with the team. I don't My know. take on this is that there's more shit in that dressing room. That, what you said is true. That is a very strong possibility that the agent is trying to manipulate this and use it to his advantage, and that's what an agent should do. The other side I see with all these guys saying thanks but no thanks, there's some major effing issues in that room. Yeah, and I think these guys need to be convinced it's going to work. And if you're asking them to make decisions now based on a decision that they have the right to wait a year on, I'm not ready to make a decision. I want more info. Mm-hmm. I think every agent would be advising their guys. It, there's not a lot of advantage to locking in now. Pretty much aside from injury, well, there's no advantage to locking in. For now. Backland at 34, it's a little bit different. 
I suppose, but if I was back on the 34 and he said he wants to win, I'd certainly like to see how this looks. Yeah, well, good I luck commit. to him in picking a winner. That's that's a fool's errand, but no, but at least you could say these 10 teams have a decent shot of going deep. I don't know that the, the Flames are in that group right now. They're certainly not. So if he's a free agent and says it's just about winning, like I'll sign for two million one year, like who's who's competitive? Let's go. I'll be your number three center. What are the Flames offering him? I don't know. I mean, that's I don't. What think, would you? Me, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't give him any term. So not much. I mean, maybe one or two years, three to four and a half. Like not a lot. He's a third line center. <laughs> yeah, he told me he's a captain next yesterday. I didn't tell you that. I said if he was your captain, well, they, they well, okay, not you. Sorry, but. I think he's a candidate, but I mean, I, I don't, I'm not in that room. We've all agreed. Only guys in the room know who should wear that C. But the notion of him getting huge term here, he said he wants to win. He's not going to get term unless it happens to be just some magical fit don't, with the contender. Well, yeah, everybody but, wants to win. Everybody though, wants right? to win. You're taking this as a, I'm willing to win at all costs. It's it's not as this might be his last time to get real money, right? Like he's uh, he's yeah he's not. And gonna it's make probably mostly here. Where else is he going to go and get big? I don't know, but I guess that was what I was trying to get at was, is he really willing to play for $2 million as opposed to five? I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. And I don't think he's a $5 million player anymore. So, And I keep coming back to it, and I, I don't know. I just – he's 34. Yeah. And why? Okay. I'm, I'm so not – We have to read below beneath the surface then. If we're saying all this stuff, then Conroy's marching orders have to be dump everyone because we just said he's not that good. We're not saying he's not that good. What we're saying is he's a secondary piece on a contender. He's at the age of 35 next year when he's a free agent. He'll play, that'll be his 35-year-old season. He's come off of his big contract that he's made his money on. He's not going to get a high AAV, and he would be like the if a contender thinks they need a third-line checking center. That's what he is. I mean, no one's here telling you he's a top-two center. You think he's got a big deal coming? I don't know. I'm. My thing has been that I I just think that it's to say, oh just take a one year deal. This is his last chance at getting a deal, quite likely. I if I'm Michael Backlund, yeah, I want to win. But to Rhett's point, there's no guarantees. If I can get a three or a four year deal somehow, a three year yeah. deal is probably the max. I'm taking that over a one year roll of the dice. We haven't seen a lot of 35 year old year guys get three, four year deals, especially when they're third liners. So, I mean, if he can go get it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was pick a spot, take less than market to try to win. I wouldn't be surprised by that. So then we move on to the third player in, in today's Frank bomb news. And that is Elias Lindholm. So Hannafin, we believe has been, has told Conroy and the team that uh, he's not coming back. Michael Backlund has floated the notion that he's not crazy about it. This from Frank Calgary recently made a big pitch, rolled out the red carpet money-wise paraphrasing to try and re-sign Elias Lindholm. Calgary is waiting on a response from Lindholm. Haven't been given definitive answer yet, but general league speculation is he's leaning toward not re-signing with Calgary. So in other words, we're, we're willing to overpay you. Thanks, but no thanks. If, yeah, if you're going to mm -hmm. make Here's it Here's our best offer. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to make it impossible for me to turn down, I guess I'll come back. But, eh. Well, at the, end of the, at okay. the end of the so day, this, we've talked about how hard this is for Craig Conroy. Are the players going to make this incredibly easy for Craig Conroy? No. 
so that he's just got to trade these guys. If they all say they're not coming back, then you've got to trade everybody. I feel I, that way. I do too. I say start moving assets and who and figure it out down the road. Like put unless ownership isn't willing to, you know what I mean. We are assuming this we, is the challenge, right? We're assuming that this is another, for lack of a ten million dollar eight year deal, right? Like top of the top top end money for him. But is that is that how ownership is approaching it? Have they given Conroy the Hey, go ahead and give him whatever he wants. Attitude. That's but not I, uh, but I think it's typical for that the, for the for the Flames to do that. It is, but I wonder if this is a little bit different. We've talked about with it being Conroy and again the sway that they might have. But this isn't like like Conroy is saying. Yeah, we've got this team that's established. I just want to I want to change course with many options at hand. This is kind of being force fed to them from what we believe. To Players the choices, right? This is this is the what you've been dealt with. And I think Murray slash ownership might be more willing and able to handle that based off what happened last year with Goudreau, where they went into the year. They didn't have him extended, and then he left. That left a very sour taste in Murray. Here's what Mr. Not. Edwards has to understand, though, is that if guys don't want to be there, overpaying them will not result is you might keep them, but it's not going to help you in your results. No, I agree. And, I, I and think this is the underlying factor I have for the whole flames group right now. There's too many guys that appear not to really want to be a Calgary flame. They're happy to play in the NHL. Absolutely. I'm getting paid good money. This is, it's, this is not the worst lifestyle in the world, but deep down, I, I'm not, a, I don't, I don't bleed flames. I'm not a, I'm not a Calgary flame for life. I'm not a buy-in on all, you know what I mean? And I keep saying that for small market teams like Calgary, Buffalo, Edmonton's an outlier because of McDavid, Winnipeg, you have to have guys that want to mm-hmm. take on the personality of your city and become part of the lifeblood of that city. They want to be part of the city and they want to be, Calgary Flames. You can't have guys that are just, oh, this is the team I'm on. And that's what Connie said at his press conference. I want guys that want to be Flames. I got to find out if guys want to be a Flame through and through. Not just to collect a paycheck and play in the NHL, but to be a Flame. The, the question isn't do you trade these guys? From the ownership perspective and Connie, what he's asking of them, it, the question I, I think he has to ask is, guys, like we could get a haul of picks in a great draft year. Please we don't make that. me take present players now instead of that. Here's a great opportunity to reload for the next decade. Don't bring 28-year-olds back in with a year left on their deal. Like, don't try to be competitive this year and not collect this great opportunity to get but, young and talented and hungry again, right? Can that, I, that, can, just can to I, finish. Yeah. The deal that Treliving took on Kachuk was one that was a win-now deal. It wasn't a futures deal. I hope ownership doesn't make Conroy turn these – into win now deals. I'd love to see some futures deals. They've moved a lot of picks the last uh, five to 10 years. Okay. We have to put on our Sabres GM hat and our Florida Panthers GM hat and our Dallas stars GM hat and go, are we willing in our organization? I'm just throwing names out teams out to take these players on and give up those picks. Because again, what we go back to is 
other teams know how good the draft is as well. And the cap's not going up and it's a tough situation. So it's easy for us to sit here and go, let's move these guys and get a top 20 pick. I'm not saying you can't, but other teams might not be as open to it this year as we assume. Right. Uh, I mean, we've seen a bunch moved already. That's the only reason I'd think it is. We've we've got seven teams that have more than one pick in this first round. But they teams accumulated them for a while, years ago. To, Most like, of them were at the deadline this year, to be honest. So people knew this was a good draft class. But again, you're balancing futures versus present. I who, do agree. Uh, who accumulated picks at the deadline then? Okay, Arizona from Ottawa. That was what deal? Well, St. Louis did O'Reilly and Tarasenko, right? Here's the teams that have multiple picks. St. Louis have three. San Jose has two. Chicago has two. Philly has two. Arizona has two. Detroit has two. Nashville has two. Ryan O'Reilly was a first. Sandine moved for a first. Uh, you know, there, there's a bunch of guys that move for first. This isn't a sneaking up good draft class. It's just, it's going to cost more to get a first, but teams are still moving them. They know it's just a more valuable first. Instead of viewing it as pick 25, view it like pick 12. You can get picks. A lot of moved hands already this year. So just let me throw this out there. Brian Burke, when we had him on the show, he and even just over the years, he's talked about as a as a GM. If if you want out, you're out. If you ask for a trade, you're not playing, you're done. I'm mm-hmm. you're you're leaving. Even hearing from because it sounds like the one who is most open to a, a reunion or to, to re-signing is Lindholm. Is already what you've heard from him, has that soured you to the point where you feel like, no, that's that's not the answer I want from a potential captain and number one center that you're yeah. eh towards I'm staying. Gone. I'm I done. Agree. I'm yeah. done. If you have to go to, to the place financially where you're going to have to keep him, he better be a flame through and through. And to be fair, I don't blame any of these guys. No, like, it's what not a person. shown them? Like, are, are, do you treat players the best in the NHL? Or do you see an organization that cuts corners and, hey, we all oh, look at the lists we compiled for GM and head coach. Was that the best of the best or was that just what was fit in their budget? I mean, I, I think they've this a lot of these players that have been here a long time, they've had a lot of fatigue from how this team's run. We've used this comparable in the past, and I know Elliot on his 32 Thoughts did as recent as yesterday, the Bo Horvat contract given out by the New York Islanders. Mm-hmm. It was a eight-year extension at eight and a half million per season, so an eight point five million cap hit for each of the next eight. Yep, that sounds like what it would take to get Elias Lindholm. And that was before we had more clarity on the cap yeah. in two years. I think Lindholm gets more so, than that for sure. Yeah, so I mean, strip that away, and let's just say eight and a half million. Red, are you sliding a contract offer across the table if you're Craig Conroy to, Lind- to Lindholm? Do I have to answer? Do I have to answer to anyone, or can I just run things how I want? Because <laughs> if my marching orders aren't win now, I'm absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and this is the the, the the biggest challenge we have doing this show is you can say, Connie should do this, Connie should do that. What we don't know is the most important thing that Connie has to deal with. And that's the, what is his MO? What's he been given for, what are your marching orders? Like, has he been asked to make the playoffs this year? That's going to lead to some bad decisions if you have all these guys trying to, exodus like you're not spending good money here if you're if you're you know trading these guys for picks and moving them into expensive guys in their 30s like <laughs> yeah, i know and the other part a, to we the, don't know to the lindholm thing was he were believed that he is also let it be known that 
he wants to know that the Flames are, are trying to win, that they're not pulling the plug on things. Well, so what the, what the F this, does he look up the lineup know, and say? Like, this comes back to it. I just think that you put it all out. together. Players that willingly want to leave or want all of the money to stay and you miss the playoffs already and everything the table just might be set where ownership regardless may look at all of it and just say well yeah let's get let's move these guys and let's turn the page i hate to do it and if it's pretty clear if what we're hearing is in fact true it's a unique opportunity to look in the mirror be honest about where you're at and to make some really really good decisions for the next decade and for the opening date of your new rink, which we don't have yet, but we understand would be in a four to five year window. And even that aside, what's your goal to win the Stanley cup? Every team is in it to win a cup. Should be. This, this just seems very obvious. And everyone points to Florida this year being, Oh, see if you just get in Florida didn't, Florida's been good for how many, three years? They were number one in the league in the regular season yeah. last year. Like, yeah. it's they, like, they weren't that good this year in the regular season, but there was always a lot of nice parts there that you liked. And when they finally got goaltending, they looked great. So my point about that is to the, the old, let's get in and see what happens. Okay, well. Oops. And then, so if you, in theory, again, you don't have to do it now. But it feels like if you can get a p- picks in this year's draft, you do it now. And maybe if you can't, then then you wait. Maybe you hold off. But there's also the Toffoli Tanev later on by the deadline, and then it's Jacob Markstrom next summer. But, Jacob's got two years after this one, but yeah, well, well, I hear okay. What you're Why would other, you hang on to Jacob if you're not yeah. going to be competitive, right? And he has to play well if he's going to get out of here. Sorry, like that's part of it. No one wants an 885 goalie. Well, same with Kadri and Huberto. They, they see things going to shit. Do you think Jonathan Huberto wants to sit in Calgary and yeah, probably not I'm collecting a paycheck? But yeah. f me, this is no fun. Onus is on those guys to start looking like themselves, and then maybe you can make it happen for them. But if they're going to look like they did last year, those are nearly immovable objects, right? Also news this morning, it appears as though the Calgary Wranglers are looking for a new head coach as Mitch Love right. is off to the Washington Capitals as an assistant to Spencer Carberry, the uh, newly minted head coach for the Caps. So um, one-way this tickets. Is, lots of tough lo- look. Dean. Lots of West Jet. Lots of Rhett Warner one-way tickets. When are you, you leaving? When are you, you coming back? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> one you way. Know you, you can't blame this one on the room in Calgary. Wranglers had a different room and they won a lot. And when you see someone take a lateral move, because we are believed he was talking about an assistance job in Calgary, that doesn't look good on the org. There might be. There could be lots of other reasons and maybe it's hurt feelings didn't get the head coaching job. That's my thing. Not a good look. And it might be a weird circumstance where you're both going for the head coaching job and you get turned down and, well, we'll give you the assistant. Because I'm sure the Flames would have taken him as an assistant to fill Huska's spot. I I bet you they would. The question is, do they pay what Washington pays their assistants? Well, there's that question too. There's hurt. You know what I mean? Speculating on this is, you know what we should be saying? Congratulations. 
congratulations yeah. to him and a guy that's ready to be in the NHL and a guy that if he continues his ascension, we wouldn't be surprised to see behind a head coaching on the bench hey, as the head coach. He'll be years, assistant right? coach yeah. in Washington for three, Learn four years. Way. And when Husky gets canned, <laughs> well, coaches. No. no, I know. It's the two and a half year shelf life. You're right, Rhett. Like no one lasts that long. It's and you know what, Rhett, you said this either earlier this week or last week when talking about Mitch Love. It feels different where you always want to retain your assets. It feels like that's a player thing. It, yes, he was coaching the Wranglers. It, it just feels different than a player where today they've lost an asset to me. Yeah. It's like, you know, when Jared Bednar is an assistant in the minors in Calgary and he goes and has success elsewhere and then's in the NHL and wins a cup. It's not like, damn it, he got away. It's like, no, good for him. That's yeah. How the hell do you, yeah, exactly. Like, Bednar's a great example. He wouldn't have got the job in Colorado if Wah hadn't gone nutso and still be in run himself Curie. out of yeah. town, right? Like all of those circumstances, you can't control every. Yeah, and, and to be piece. fair, it's because you don't trade coaches. They're not assets that no. you can parlay. And it's like, oh, well, we'll give you Mitch Love in Washington if you give us a third. Like, no. And who the hell says Mitch Love's going to be a good coach in the NHL? We speculate that he's going to be sure. We'd love him There's to be. Reason to believe that, but mm -hmm. is he the like? And, and it's a three-year window, or if he is good, four, five? Like, it's not the next coming of well, – I won't use the word. Anyway. it Yeah, the one thing that's clear now that wasn't before is, you know, we wondered about, you know, if you brought it back, what would it look like? There, I don't think that they can bring this back if guys are all good. Like Craig said in his presser, and maybe this was the lesson from the presser, Everyone loved it. Oh, he's back. Flames won another press conference. I can't go into the season with seven UFAs. I've got to be better at asset management. I learned a lot watching Johnny work for nothing. We can't have guys do that. Well, he's kind of painted himself into a bit of a corner here this summer, hasn't he? Sell the piss out of this team. Yeah. If guys aren't excited to stay and play, bye. Do I've you... said it over and over. I feel like there's so many teams, and the Flames have been one of those teams, where you're in the cap jail, where you would love to be able to free up cap space and roster space, but you cannot do it without sending out assets for other teams to take on money. Mm -hmm. They are gift-wrapping you space and cap money. And an and opportunity to get into one of the best drafts that you might have as a GM. Well, and if you're going to sell on those guys, there ain't a player on that roster that isn't available yeah there's going to be some that are hard to move but if there's if there's older guys that are expiring that are don't even assets care. that are if worth stuff get, get get some picks let's go let's go cap Prospects space because picks, that cap picks. space you damn well know come january february of next this coming season if they've got 15 million in cap space what the hell are they going to do they're going to recuperate picks. They're going to get mm -hmm. offers, take on, you know, they're out of the playoffs. They've sold a bunch of guys. They got a bunch of cap space. Whose phone? Yeah, we'll take your money. We'll take your money. Yeah, we want to pick for next year. Like, totally. It's great to want to get picks in this draft, but I don't, absolutely. If you can for this year, move those guys and get them. But next year is just important too. Yeah. Well, and you you might be get looking at high picks. pick your own all of a sudden. Yeah, get four mm -hmm. picks in the first two uh, first round of the two this year, two next year. Fuck, let's rebuild. Let's go. 
is there a chance that we're kind of alone on an island here? Because I've just, no. I was on social media and just looking at reaction this morning. There's a lot of Flames fans. It's very much, they're downtrodden to see that these guys don't want to be here and they're going to be trading away these players don't and Mitch Love person. leaves and they're, it's like, gosh, nobody wants to, what's happened in Calgary? This is terrible. Whereas we're like, this is friggin' great. This it is was fantastic. like Winnipeg with you and Frank the other day. You're like, oh man, what a Winnipeg. Jeez. He's like, this is great. What are you talking about? They can get rid of all their problems and reload. Like, Hey, if you feared the rebuild, this ain't good. But there's a lot of people that said, you know what? I We've been ready and they've never really committed to one. And I think this fan base would embrace it. Like there are people that hold those views and they're like, yes, finally, it's happening. We're actually going to build through the draft. This is the only organization in the NHL that's never picked in the top three. Go look at all those cup winning mm -hmm. teams. I mean, there's not many that don't have a bunch of those. You only get players like this if you pick in the top five type guys. Like, I would think St. Louis and Vegas are kind of your outliers, but every other cup winner, it's like, oh, yeah. And that's the guy that he's a career this team because he went number one or two. So Stamkos, you know, Hedman, like they don't get those guys trading in Tampa. Sure. Patrick Kane, Crosby, Malkin, like Kane, Perry. Like, you, all these guys were well, gifted because you're fucking rebuilt. And this all feels different to me. Just kind of seeing people disappointed or whatever. You, this is different than last year where Kachuk said he didn't want to come back. That was Kachuk who had not yet entered his prime, who was emerging as a potential superstar, 100-point yep. season. Noah Hannafin and Lois Lindholm, they're fine players. They're very good NHLers. Mm -hmm. They're not kids. This no, they're is, not 24, 25. Right? This yeah. is different to me. You you had them on very good cap hits, both of them under $5 million a season for a long time. Lindholm and Hannafin obviously coming in that same trade. They You got very good value for your dollar on those guys. Kachuk was tough. This one, it's not the same scenario the way I see it. No, no. And to be fair, I don't blame anyone for trying to run it back the year after and say, hey, like, we felt like this group was close, and boy, they got a lot of parts for Kachuk, a first, which we don't know where it's going to be. It's Florida's first in 2025. Uh, you know, you you got 100 point, 115 point forward, who looked like shit this year, but at that time was 115 point forward, and a top pair defenseman, uh, or a 2-3. Like, that, that, that was a haul. You're not going to get that for one of these guys, but you're still going to get significant parts. Like, they got a first plus two core players, essentially, for Kachuk. And no matter how you feel about it, and I know how we feel about it. I don't think there's a Flames fan out there who can sit and tell you that the mix was right, that they had good chemistry, and this was a team that looked like they were ready to gel. There's something. No, it's a shame that you won't get to see a different coach with it, but it, the only thing we had to look at is last year. It was a fucking disaster. Yeah. I think that points to that it wasn't – we've said it. It's not always just one thing. Of course not just And coach, so yeah. I think that this is making clear that there's more issues than just the coach. Yeah, and uh, Ryan Huska and Craig Conroy, welcome to your new posts. Uh, holy fuck. What did, what, what did I sign up for? The walls are caving in. You know, and I, I do. I hope that this is I think in a way for, for Craig that it's less about do I do it mm -hmm. and it's more – I have to do it. Now the, the only work you have to do is what's the best return. I think he Fs himself if he tries to, to bring everyone back, band-aid this together. And yeah. I actually think it's better for Huska. Clear the, get the, the viruses and not that they're clean yeah. out the room. Reset, get a reset, reset. in the room. Yeah. 
work with guys that want to be there. Give yourself a couple of years to, to plan an attack. Ryan Huska's coaching debut shouldn't be about massaging a goddamn dressing room. No, and, and feelings and expectations egos. should not be, hey, this is the year we win the cup for this. Like, this is now about developing young players. Develop you kids. Let them play. Bring those young guys up. If Kadri and Hubert are here, play the piss out of them. You're on every other shift. There is no, and there's kids with you, and you carry them. Like, I like mm -hmm. that approach better than, well, we're going to have four 30-year-old forwards making five plus and getting older and no get we had lunch i saw the uh, mcleod law there we had a nice little get together with uh with all the good people from mcleod law yesterday how was your lunch you had some tacos they that you you did the warner gave those the warner treatment yesterday well that's the traditional taco so the small oh, yeah, yeah. i looked over <laughs> as i was about to uh begin eating uh, my lunch and it was a clean plate it was oh, yeah. part of the it was the clean plate club across the table for old pin dog there and i tapped the neighbor and took a slice of his pizza and i was good that was, yeah. <laughs> that was good austin was but you brought up when the, the the comparable and i think you used boston but i wonder if maybe yeah. as you had said maybe dallas and it's not as though Dallas has been a huge success story, but they are a team that has turned the corner a little bit where you have maybe a couple of aging guys on the contracts and cap hits that it's too much money and it has not been good value, but you've committed a little bit to bringing, moving out some other guys. Klingberg has moved on. You've done some things in recent years and now you've got Rupe Hints and Jason Robertson and uh, Wyatt Johnston. You've got some young guys who are really kind of pacing, pushing that team. And now suddenly those older guys are pretty good accent pieces. It's not the way you want to set it up, but it can be done. Totally. Yeah. Cause we're, we're talking about, it. it's like, man, like these deals, like they're going to be old. And it's like, well, there's a lot of teams that have survived that there are. And Dallas is one of them. They're paying Jamie Ben almost 10 million a year. They're paying Tyler again, almost 10 a year. Those are what, like their fifth and sixth best forwards, third and fourth. Like they've got Robertson hints, as you noted, the others, mm -hmm. like you can do it with a couple bad contracts what you can't do and what we're all afraid of is if you extend Hannafin and you extend Lindholm and Backlund comes back well now you got six old guys and if you're bad with six guys locked in forever you got no chance yeah, um but what they shit. if you look at how Dallas is good it's because Jim Neal drafts well and they develop really well and you know where the Flames took Stromgren last year they got this kid that was playing for team Canada that looks like he's going to light the world on fire a couple picks later. Like they just, they're better at that. And that's what you need to become right now. Load up on picks and get good at finding players. And there was some good news yesterday. Flames wise. Hmm. Mike Vernon, hockey hall of fame. Oh boy. Vernon. Congratulations. Congratulations. Goalies in there. This is good. They added some goalies yesterday. Good old Vernie. Criminally underrepresented the goalies in the hall. Believe it or not, lots of people uh, have very strong opinions about the Hall of Fame and who gets inducted. It was really quite a uh, firefight on social media about uh, how does he get in and what are they doing with this? I can't believe McGillney goes in and Turgeon and what you the hell is McGillney this? McGillney didn't go in. Well, that's what I mean. Is yeah, I just wish no one no one cares, right? Yeah. No one gives a shit, and then. I'm outraged. This is bullshit. I, what are they doing? I can't believe it. And then in about two days, you, your temperature comes down and you don't talk about the hall of fame again for 360 days. You get a little rest, a little breather for it.
Congrats to Mike. We, uh, you know, uh, curtain pulled back. We sat down with him a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I mean, he, he, the, the getting ready for that, you were reminded. Yeah, he was good here. He was really good elsewhere. Like he won a fucking Con Smythe in Detroit. He was mm-hmm. the man for one of those cups with the, the wings. It was supposed to be Osgood, but he was just, he was out playing them that year and they rode him down the stretch and into the playoffs. He was great for them. You know what it is at the end of the day? It's uh, barn burner karma. There you go. What, well, two, we, two weeks after doing a sit down with the boys, Hockey Hall of Fame. Well, and I, I will pull the, back the curtain further. We sat down with Lanny, and guess who's on the selection committee? It's the barn burner karma. It's kind of box. You buy him a coffee, you can make shit happen. It's easy. Let's go. <laughs> Wayne's got all his pals in. If Kevin Lowe can get in and Alex McGillney can't, like, just fucking call your friends. That's one thing everyone says about Lanny. Just there's no buy him, no morals, his moral compass. He's just you cannot trust a guy like Lanny McDonald. Um, we have a clip if you want it, Bill. <laughs> Would love it. Yeah, what's what do we got here? So, this is us, uh, Rhett and I sitting down with Mike. This is uh, about an hour and a half with the now Hall of Famer, uh, from a few weeks ago. And this was at the very end of the interview. We asked him what he's most proud about about his career. For me, just looking back, we talked about a lot. It's been in a lot of hometown, a lot of you know, other major markets, two cups. Like, what do you look back and relish or you're really proud of or something you're like, if people want to remember one thing, I'd love to remember that. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. One thing. It's hard to pick one. It is hard. We well, yeah, had two cups. No, it's hard to pick and... one. I just, you know what? I'm just proud of my career. I, I'm a small guy. I probably, you know, a knock here or there, but I, I, I hope to think that I was a competitor, and you know, I played 18 years in the National Hockey League. I, I just, my career. I'm happy with it, and I hope people are respectful happy and, reckon- and respectful of it yeah. too. And uh, it wasn't easy; it never is <laughs> yeah. to play in this crazy game. It's uh, it takes a lot. 
mental fortitude and uh, thick skin and uh, a lot of determination. So it's, uh, I'm proud of my career. So we'll have that interview in its entirety coming up in uh, in July. We've got some of these in the uh, can, as they say. But it is it was one of those ones that had passed, right? He'd been eligible for the Hall of Fame for so long. You just felt like it's just probably not going to happen, not because he's not deserving or that his numbers aren't worthy, but maybe it's just too far, too far gone. I was a little surprised yesterday only because of that, because you're right. And maybe it's because it's a Calgary thing. But I, I would bet there'd be a lot of people who saw Vernon and maybe take a double check. And then you go back and look. And like you say, oh, well, there's Cups and Con Smythe. And the, the other thing about Vernon, the guy, he was nails when the games were on the line. You think also about the saves the against Walk. Vancouver and all of that sort of stuff. He was, a, he was a money, money goaltender. And another one of those things, if you didn't have those donkeys up the road, mm-hmm. what kind of numbers and success he would have had in addition to what he's already got. So pretty great. He for talked about it too. Anytime his contract was about to come up, he, it was just like, like Oh boy, they're going to trade me and I'm moving here and I'm going there. He had to continue to prove himself over and over again. It was, uh, it wasn't like, Hey, he's, he's going to stay here forever type of thing. Everyone was always like, wow, we got this shiny new goalie. We drafted Trevor kid. Like it's time to trade this guy. Uh, Osgood's here, but uh, he won everywhere he went. It was impressive. Hearing Loss Clinic, established in uh, a lot of years now, 1993. Sounds like not that long ago, but they've been doing this a long time. Nine locations in all four of them in Calgary. You've got the Shaughnessy location, Northwest in the Crowfoot Business Center, North Hill Professional Offices, and the one that I visited in the University District. It's uh, it's bumping. Up really? There. Is that what they say? Oh. You just said it. Totally totally bumping up in the university district. Uh, you know what I have to do? I need to go back in for uh, my follow-up. Really? Did the initial, uh-huh. Did the initial testing. I got a call yesterday and uh, going to go back in. We've got, uh, now do you stress over that? Nope. Good news. No. There's no stress. There's no Not stress. You. If you're feeling, yeah, that's the thing. If you're feeling anxious, it's, uh, you absolutely should not. Very good people. Uh, beautiful spot, and they're here to help you. They're here to change your life. We got a lot of people who are life changers. That's what we are. You want, you want to get into the Hockey Hall of Fame? You want to get some first round draft picks? You want to have better hearing? We can do it all for you. Just get in line, the Barn Burner Boys. Men and women of all ages, of course, children can suffer from hearing loss. There can be serious health risks linked to untreated hearing loss. Go online today, get your assessment booked in, and get it done. Hearingloss.ca is the website and you see their social media there at the hearing loss Twitter, Instagram, the hearing loss clinic, old Rhodesy. Buddy, you got to come back. We can set up the appointment. Okay. Rhodesy. Where are you? Where are you today? What, what kind of a jamboree are you at? It's quite a life. It's quite a life. He's living. It's almost like Warner. He'd be pumped for Vernie. I can take you and show you my basement. (laughs) Okay. Uh, which of uh, the Buffalo house or the, the mansion on yeah. the lake? We get, do we get to pick which basement? <laughs> oh, the Buffalo basement was nice. Is, have you still got the, the Canada flag hanging? Oh yeah. All the flags are looking sharp. All cockeyed well, downstairs. Good, yeah. Falling off the walls and it's a little messier. But... Yeah. 
So you had the big was a grade eight graduation. Grade last eight night? grad, yeah. Wow. Were there were there tears shed? Uh not by me, but the shovelers seem to oh. take things to heart. Oh, wow. Shockingly, a couple of That's awards number... were uh, handed out to the Wow. The the big dope. Yeah. yeah. It's number two or three, remind us. Number three? Numero uno. Numero uno. What? Oh dear. And oh, you've told us for years that he's stupid. <laughs> I guess yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Are we off the air? Well, a boy. Uh, that's great. That's great. Well, it was pretty good. And how big is he now? Six seven? What's the story here? Grade eight and he's gotta be six three plus. So oh boy. There's a kid. <laughs> it's funny actually, because he's always been very rarely not the tallest kid mm. in his class. There was a kid standing beside him at this ceremony. Had him by four or five. Really? So someone's oh. you got a seven footer next to you. Massive. This kid was huge. Volleyball player. Well, yeah. Karch. Not a boy, Karch. Boy, Karchy. Is that the last name, first name? No, nickname? remember Karch Karai? Wasn't that the famous? Oh, yes, the volley. Yes, Karch Karai, the volleyballer. He did well, I'm betting. <clears throat> betting he did just fine. Let's do the Pinder Report. Now that we've told all the news of the day, we'll get into the news <laughs> of the day. Oh, don't worry. No, no, no. All right. Village Honda, they want to buy your ride even if you don't buy theirs. Top trade-in appraisals, payment in 24 hours. It's stress-free, and for a limited time, get a family ticket bundle for Cavalry FC. Get that complimentary appraisal done today. Book it online, villagehonda.com, your dealership for life. They present the Pinder Report. Well, whoa. yeah, it's whoa. kind of whoa. A dark. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Do we have our? It's it's the Pinder Report. Do we have an RJ? We don't have RJ. Well, there you go. Well, RJ, come on, bud. <sighs> Tough start. It was a quad box yesterday. We had our show, Rob's show, live at fifty-five, pre-recorded draft mm. show. It's going to air next Tuesday. These boys were going hard. Right, Pinda. All right, boys. Black Thursday in Flamesland or bright Thursday, depending on your glass half full or empty. Dean, we're sorry about your Black Thursday. Uh, here's what we know. Lindholm, maybe your biggest decision to make or hope to make this offseason. They went at him hard, Dean, and they got a... I don't know. It's definitely not an answer, which is what the Flames would like to have before the draft. Because if you had an answer, then you'd know. But uh, in defense of Elias Lindholm and all these other UFAs, they have the right to not have an answer right now. They got another year on their contract. I'm happy to play out the remainder of my contract, Mr. Conroy, and be the best I can be in these silks. What's, not really what ready this? to commit for the summer of 2024 yet. So I've been thinking about this for the last three seconds. Okay. This is a, this is all about entertainment, right? Uh, our show or the NHL? What are we? All of this, everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. What we do is entertainment. The game is entertainment. All of this is re revolved. People spend their money on this because they want to be entertained. So mm. I say, Connie, make it as entertaining as possible. Go to the draft floor. Like even if you've got a trade done. And you wait mm -hmm. till the till the the cameras are on, and mm -hmm. you you do the phone call, 
and make make a big production out of this trade. Mm -hmm. All these yep. trades you're going to do. Oh my God, Conroy Get traded. Known slamming the table. The Hannafin's gone. Holy God, it's fifth overall. My God, they traded Lindholm too. Holy shit, back. Like, make it a production. Be yeah. the first we'll star you at hell in the on cell. draft day. Yes. Wait, wait. You'll be, you're getting up from your, from. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, another call. What? <laughs> yes. Done. Gary, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Something's happening at the Flames table. Good God Almighty. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Let's get some WWE shit on this. Yes. Let's go. Make it entertaining. What's match they have where they hang the, they get a ladder and they have the briefcase full of cash. That's, it's like, all right, oh, yeah, I got the get money in the bank. Here. Let's go. Sabres, but I got, I got the ducks on the other line. <laughs> Ch chase down some. Some GM that's walking up to the podium. Craig Conroy with a last ditch effort to, they've got a trade. We've got a trade to announce. Rock bottom, rock that. bottom. I yep. think it would be great. Hellfire and brimstone. Yeah, let's go. I would say this. Don't be booking yourself for Wednesday evening. You know, leave some availability to be covering round one. Uh, if these things are happening... They would love, and the ease of which they could do it, we don't know. They would love, love, love to get more in the first round. Right? And you know what else, Conroy? Connie, you need a move. Like, do the rock. Move. The, the Hulkster. Oh. <laughs> or maybe the crotch, the crotch chop. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> you got to have a, yes, the macho. <laughs> you got to You listen to me. You listen to me. The cream always rises. <laughs> okay. Uh, that wasn't the only news. Noah Hannafin. Yeah, sounding like uh, not so much. And, uh, well, they say things happened in threes, Dean. Sometimes. I mean, when it happens three times, it happens in threes. And the third, Michael Backlund. No, forever a flame. Career flame. Could have been the captain. Maybe. I don't know. Michael. You should. Uh, do you want to just want just read this for people that are listening? We should sure. talk about I mean, it. We've read them all before, but uh, the third Frank bomb of the day, a bit of a surprise, told Michael Backlund leaning towards not resigning. That could change, and the Flames hope it does. He has been a staple for fifteen years. Is it that long? Craig Conroy, decisions to make. Indeed, there are decisions to make. Welcome to your first GM job. You having fun yet? Everything you thought it would be? Thank God. Hair on fire? On you sleeping at all? He needs, a, he needs a special assistant. What do you yeah, think a special assistant special. does for the GM right now? Might just be booking neck rubs. This guy's got to be tense as can be. To keep him limber and loose for this wrestling match at the draft. Come on. Uh, Mitch hey, Love Iggy, is not. Iggy, can you grab me, uh, grab me a uh, Gatorade out of the thing there? Yeah, I'm just so parched right now. I've been talking to all these GMs. I've just got a bit of a tickle. Can you? No, no, that orange. I don't like the blue. Give me an orange one there. That great. There's, There's another that. move for the draft floor. Like, I hope Iggy's in Nashville. I don't know if he's going, but him and Conroy arguing there. with each other. Yes. <laughs> Start shoving each other. Oh, the 04 boys and some infighting here. I don't know if they're on the same page on this Hannafin deal. Yeah, it looks like there's a differing would, of opinion. At it the, would uh, be so good. So good. I think Aguila wants the Russian defenseman. Connie wants the center. 
Yeah. Start doing Ric Flair chops on each other. Who we? Who we? Very little uh, pers- Mitch- likelihood of this happening, but it would be very good. Brilliant! I'm telling you, for us. I think it's you want, be, yeah, it's, entertainment. It's an entertainment it's business. It's going to be an exciting business. draft. Exciting draft. Uh, we, congrats to Mitch Love. He's now an assistant in the NHL with a different organization. He's off to the Washington Capitals, and uh, yeah, we don't know a lot about why, but uh, this seems to be the position he was interviewed for and chatted about with uh, the Flames. He says. Uh, Fuck those Chinooks. I get migraines going to DC. Maybe it came to blows with him and Conroy. They're... Oh, dear. I it's like you know what's good for Connie. He's got a good backup. Yeah. He does have a good backup. Oliwa, the leading candidate for the <laughs> AHL job, we're hearing. You can just he hear needs him in the skit. Yeah. The Undertaker music hits. Jerome comes in with the big hat. And the... Uh... <laughs> Who's Stone Cold? Is that Chris Simon with the shaved head? Let's go. Shattering of glass. That's what we need. We need some characters. Who would be Uh, what character? We'll work on it. We've got all summer to figure this out, to be fair, Dino. Or at least a week Uh, until round one, yeah. That's that's fair. Yeah, that that is true. Uh, Okay, so that's the NHL news. Not great. Uh, The the Calder Cup final was last night, game seven Mm -hmm. in Palm Springs, the Coachella Valley Firebirds. We're in overtime of game seven for a championship, Brett. Who's got stones big enough to try a tweener in overtime of game seven? Well, up ice, Podorowski. In the offensive zone between the legs, Podorowski tries to go between the legs again. Twice. Mm-hmm. Watch this again. Okay, he's coming in on the right wing. Zook. So drag. And whoop. Imagine winning a championship with a tweener in overtime. <laughs> or not winning it if you just went to the backhand, because here's what happened next. It's 2 2 in the corner. Evans and Borgstrom battling for possession. Billy Petman involved as well. Borgstrom in front. Vecchioni couldn't settle it down. Puck still available in front of the net. Who's puck? Mike Vecchioni has won the Calder Cup for the Hershey Bears. There was a loose puck scramble right in front, and Mike Vecchioni buried it. Game seven goes to Hershey. They have won their 12th Calder Cup in franchise history. And the inaugural season for the Coachella Valley Firebirds comes to a heartbreaking end in Game Seven. Sure does. All right, that's enough. Like of you could hear the, you could hear somebody throw down their headset microphone there after the goal. Damn it! Yeah, heartbreaker. Heartbreaker. Up 2-0 in the series, lose in overtime in Game Seven. Right. It was the third overtime loss of the final. Hershey won one, one nothing. Ooh, there's a lot of chances you're going to stay up at night thinking about it if you're Coachella Valley. Yeah, man. Good first year, I'd say, though. Those expansion teams seem to know what they're doing, Dean. Hmm. Okay. Nothing, nothing like a fresh start. Yeah, like a good hard reset. Let's. Uh, we got haircut news in the Pinder report. Is it your Artemi news Panarin. Or? Artemi oh. Panarin went to his barber. Evil forces lurk throughout my hair and must be removed. That is what's him the, on the right, not his security the dude. That's his barber. You had to remove the evil Brutus? forces. You can't go to any barber. Or just the barber beefcake? Yes, yes. I think you need to do that, Ryan. I do have some evil forces in my hair. We'll see what happens in Nashville. If I make it back alive, maybe it's time to cut it. Hmm. 
You should do it before. Try to look respectable. Yeah, I've tried looking respectable before. Really we need to do way. it in phases. Yeah, like it, I like that idea. Like, let's Start let's with, get some business at the front. Yeah, yeah. we could go get, get some Ricky some Power going for front. a bit. Yeah. Get some racing stripes and lightning bolts on the sides. Somehow work in a mullet or do a, a reverse mullet mm-hmm. or something or Ooh, a, a uh, mohawk or the uh, the cul-de-sac. Oh, look. Other NHL news. Uh, Toronto minority owner of MLSE, Larry Tannenbaum, wants to sell his share of the company, which uh, he's valuing at $8 billion. Oh, Tannenbaum. Tannenbaum. Not a dough. Eight billion. So what, is, just what is that? Billion? billion? It's the Raptors. It's the Leafs. Oh, sorry, it's sorry, sorry. The Scotiabank Arena. It is a large collection of sports properties, I think, including real sports and like a tower. Like it's, this started out as, yeah, there's a couple teams. And the I thought you said MLS. No. I thought he was in on the MLS Toronto. is what he, no, sorry, MLSC, Major League Sports and Entertainment. Raptors, Leafs, the building. And probably some other small shares of other things there. Maybe Let's buy it. Maybe. How many billion you got under the couch, Rhett? Let's go down to the basement. What can you sell that flag for? It's going to be a lot, though. I was, mm. it was, uh, he's muted again. Let's have a look at uh, someone who had an awful night as an umpire, which we, uh, we always seem to enjoy. Not everyone every night. They're especially bad sometimes. That's not a strike. Oh, the Reds aren't happy. And, well, well, the Reds consistent. Still aren't consistent. Three and the Reds still Four not happy. Up. That's awful. Oh, Five and a half inches. Jesus. That's outside. Gets the oh. call. <laughs> We're ready, right? Robot umps. You leave the plays at the plate. You can still yell and try to get guys kicked out. But we need robot uh, strike zone, yeah? It's time. No. Oh, yeah. I if feel the like MLB was... wasn't idiotic, they could do it without changing anything. Just have a little buzzer in the back pocket. Yeah. And to be fair, I've liked a lot of the changes they made. At the time, they sounded radical, but these games are getting done in like two and a half hours now. Oh, it's weird. The pitch clock does not seem crazy. Like, I liked a lot of the things. More stolen bases, no more shifts. I think they could get this right very soon. Come on, guys. Don't be idiots. Uh, Pride game this weekend at at Cofield for bye boom. See you later. Uh, Calvary FC as they host York. Here is Mason Trafford, the former player running the business side now on Pride. Definitely one that was starred on the calendar last year and 100% was like starred on the calendar this year. People love this game. It's soccer, it's Pride, it's like the league is involved. We have local sponsors and partners, league, national level sponsors and partners it's sort of like everything comes together picture the stadium like beautiful colors everywhere packed house people like again raising money and we're trying to do our bit and actually like make an impact as well and for whatever reason it's just such a great game i think it's june 24th as well so it's like perfect timing for school it says everybody wants to come to that game huge crowd expected it was one of the games of the year last year that's saturday at 3 p.m uh rhett did you miss slam ball remember slam ball not spike ball. That was a thing, too. That's still going. I was Slam ball was when they put trampolines into the floors on basketball courts. Do you remember this? Like 20 oh, years ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. Two words. She back. <laughs> ESPN signing a deal to resurrect. <laughs> Slam ball. <laughs> oh, 
I don't know how many people died in Slam Ball, but I'm gonna watch it by the Are you allowed to do this? I don't know, but I'm for it, dude. Yeah, it's happening. So, buckle up, slam ball. Uh, July 21? They're going to let this thing start ripping again. All right. We'll be watching. At least highlights like this. I could use about 30 seconds of slam ball highlights a day. That's all I need. Don't need to put I got to tell you, I'm more inclined to watch this than Cornhole. Yeah. No, and they have tag. I don't know if, you, if where you're living. I've watched some of the tag. Uh, it was a great I'm, novelty uh, for a while, but I, it's tough to First follow. time you see it, quite impressive. And then it's like, I've already seen tag. I don't need to see that again. You I know what would make ball. all of them better? The, the slam <laughs> ball and like the slap fight and all of that. Drunk. Mm. Drunk slam yeah, ball. Yeah, I was thinking a drunk, drunk team against convicts. That would be uh, awesome. Yeah. Ah, for get everybody hammered up and then play sports whatever drunk tag drunk whatever they're we're missing out on a huge opportunity sponsorship dollars galore now Rhett, are you a bowl do you in the shoveler are you do you coach bowling out there at a, at a university or are you not no because I, I don't want anyone to catch up to me because I, I wasn't sure and i think the names are different but we saw an article this is some drama in the bowling world dean which you don't often see uh, let's start with the other part of the article first here. Uh, okay. So husband-wife coaching combo. Uh, assistant assistant bowling coach Steve chose to resign rather than be fired after he had an affair with a student-athlete. Not a good move. You don't want to be Quite having an snow affair, never mind with a student-athlete, never mind when you're the assistant bowling coach. He's married to the head coach, and uh, boy, national titles, two second-place finishes, that's a program. They're, they're going to be feeling the the pain of that departure. now. So what would you headline the article if you're a writer? Let's... What could you come up with? Uh, uh, spare relationship causes awkward <laughs> split. Well done. The, the Nagadocious Daily Sentinel. More just more applause. It's been a hell of a day. Everybody's on. This is unbelievable. What a headline. Yeah. I, you couldn't have done better. You could have. Oh, maybe there's a, something with, with the gutter, you know, maybe something you could yeah. have wedged one but of those I'll, in. That's pretty you, good. We've got two bowling references in the headline, and it's, it encapsulates everything. It's brilliant. I, I, See, now, you good, know what? Good journalism does exist, kids. Drunk bowling. The, the Nacho Doches times. I thought it was. I thought bowling. That's the it's only the way only you way. do bowl, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, I trying it sober. Reckless, not yeah. nearly as fun. You got to do <laughs> a breathalyzer White before Russians? you get in the alley. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he's blowing All under. right, you're good to go. Yeah. Martini. You're good to go. Hang on. No, just mix them up. Just, <laughs> just a quick double shot on the rocks and give him 10 minutes. He'll Tequila, be please. Yeah, just a tequila. Cheap tequila? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, finally, hey, Rhett, you were hungry last night, and th there's some security footage at the local corner store. I don't know if the fridge was empty. I know you're you're scheming a, a drive back to Calgary at some point. Well, the grad uh, dude, went fridge long. Must have... Yeah, mm -hmm. grad went long. He's hungry. The fridge is empty. Bad combo. Look at Rhett. He had the munchies late at night last night. This is quite something. So a hungry guy walks in the store, and he's, don't, don't. he's, he's he get the whole rack if he wants, but... He just wants the one and <laughs> forgot his wallet. Sir, could you pay? You, We're going to need you. <laughs> just one. He's a good boy. That was Razor eating pizza last night. <laughs> just one slice? <laughs> Not a chance. Yeah, right. That's your Pender Report on Black Thursday, fellas. It's a Come on.
Village Honda. For the entire month of June, Village Honda, collecting recyclable pop cans and bottles for donation to the Cochrane Containers for Critters program, help them help the pets come into Village Honda with your donation today. That is the Pitta Report, and that is Village Honda. Um, what else did we need to talk about? There were some things. I mean, we've really talked. It's a lot of flame sports. Does anybody have an issue with the uh, Hall of Fame inductees? We didn't have it there I in never the do. report, but uh, I've given up trying to think that these guys make sense and I expect them to make crazy decisions. So yesterday was right in line and they won't talk about it. So there's no accountability. Mm-hmm. So I'm good. Ken Hitchcock, I think he's probably deserving to go in. Lundquist, deserving to go in. Those are no-brainers. I think people are more uh, upset maybe about the snubs. A lot of people uh, like, Pierre Turgeon, what the hell did this guy do? Ah, I don't know. Good player. Is he as good as Alexander McGillney? (laughs) Well, that's the thing. You can look at McGillney's numbers. Yeah. (laughs) You look at McGillney's numbers, well, there's guys in the hall who have similar numbers, so why isn't he in? And then Turgeon goes in and people don't think that he should be. Well, there's probably some guys in the Hall of Fame, and there are, in fact, guys in the Hall of Fame that have similar numbers. So Mm -hmm. who gives a shit? Let's just celebrate at the mall. It's great. That's right. Happy for Bernie. Happy for Bernie. We just got a boy, Bernie. What do you think Vernie did last Bernie. night? Celebrated. Yeah. He was not expecting the call. Those are the best Vino. parties. Yeah. The parties you don't see coming. Wide open. Got nothing planned. Oh, boy. We got a party. It'd be awkward if, because, you know, because Lanny is one of the guys that makes those calls. If he, he was mm. kind of phone screening, it's like, oh, Christ. What does Lanny want? You can't golf today, Lanny. Stop it. You know what? And you can't get off the phone when Lanny starts talking. It's a half an hour. I don't have time for a chat with Lanny right now. Just don't, no, don't answer. God. No, no, it must be an anniversary. Hey, Lanny, did we win today? 30 years ago? Is it, is it the day? No? What are we talking? What are we talking about? Hi, Lanny. How's it going? Uh, Rhett, you're a crazy person. Um, Elon Musk yes. versus Mark Zuckerberg in I'm a in. in a steel cage. Do it. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> Do it. The world is a fantastic and fascinating place sometimes. I don't know what's happening, but the internet is a buzz over mm-hmm. two, two very crazy two billionaires and crazy nut jobs. You know what? Mm-hmm. Good. And donate a whole effing pile of money to charity every dime raised goes to some charities give her boys that's awesome like we take our people are too serious this mm-hmm. is perfect relax so i i haven't i didn't and follow jiu-jitsu there's no punching no one's gonna get ko'd you're gonna tap and that's it so zuckerberg Ooh. who i guess has been tra- does kind of train or whatever in some sort of he's a billionaire all he's they say come on i i for, i heard some kooky stat that all these smart mother effers they all train in jujitsu really yeah so So musk of course everyone knows tesla billionaire that thing and then zuckerberg facebook uh whatever meta i don't know what the hell it is uh who started this beef because now is like yeah well i'll fight you sure you name the place well how about here let's go i'll be there let me know to the point that now there's these two donkeys are going to actually fight. I didn't know. Yeah. Is it a true beef or are they just pissing they and are. moaning? Cause I'm richer than you are. And it's almost half a joke. Like 
Maybe Must they're at some fancy beat, place right? with $40 cocktail, cocktails and they're fighting over the same girl. Who knows? They got beef. Meanwhile, hey, Bezos, you chicken shit. Mm, you we're, we're, let's, let's go. Triple threat hey. match. Let's go. Triple. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Triple threat match. Yeah. I don't think Get Bezos. Gates in there and have all four of them in a corner. And he whoever. Can ref. He can be the ref. Yeah. No, no, no. You don't get to ref because you're older. You get involved. Come on. Okay, need right. four. We need a tag team man. jiu-jitsu every day, apparently, so he'll be ready. What a world we live in. What a world. I'll we take live you in. down. Who was it we used to talk to, Dean, that always talked about celebrity fighting? Was it Verk? Was it Brunt? There was always someone we brought up that loved the notion of like celebrities scrapping to solve problems. I or said it. Because when. Uh, was it you? Hmm. We talked about it, and it was with those kinds of guys, but mm -hmm. it was like, yeah, I would. Sometimes I'd much rather pay. To watch two dopes that actually dislike yes. each other, punt than to watch professionals. Like because it yeah, was yeah, those it brothers, been, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's the Paul yeah. brothers. Yeah, that's right. It was. I, I think I'd pay money to watch that guy get hit. Yeah. yeah, that's how we get uh, out of uh, the world, out of all these issues that we find ourselves in. Good distractions. Let's right? just have crazy billionaires fight each other. Well, I don't know if you want Putin and Biden going at it. That might be. Yeah, the I'm politicians are too old. It's not good fights. We want billionaires. I'm not sure Biden's Biden's going to need some well, sort of a ballet. challenging people to push-ups, isn't he? Yeah, he's going to need uh, Mr. Fuji or something at his side. <laughs> he the tripped down a stationary set of stairs. I don't know if that's the match we need. <laughs> Fine, we'll go with the billionaires. No politicians. You're too important. Yeah, that's always better. Uh, I want to tell you about St. Eugene. St. Eugene Golf Course, there you see the uh, championship golf course, Cranbrook, British Columbia. Oh, yeah. Championship golf course. Not a not a goat track. Not some no. nine hole. Not dusty. a ham and egger. Yeah. Championship golf course. Casino, spa, restaurants, mountains surrounding you in all directions. You know, this is we're going to have to send Conroy there after this is all said and done. Yeah. He's going to need to decompress. Then he's got to be free agency. He's going to have so much cap space. Everyone's talking about how he's going to no. spend some at St. Eugene. It'd be great. Go out there, get yourself a little VIP treatment, Connie. We'll set it up for you. St. Eugene.ca sure. is the website. Needs it. Needs to decompress. St. Eugene.ca is the website. Book yourself in for a nice little stay. Do it all. Get the casino in there. Have yourself a little spa treatment. Treat yourself to a delicious and a fine dining experience. And a few rounds of golf out in Cranbrook, BC, St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. I'm trying to nail down that for a date for St. Eugene, but he keeps blowing me off with his date. Yeah, I just ignore it. It's like I know. Bernie ignored frustrating. Lanny. Yeah. <laughs> it's awkward, yeah. Like Iggy, uh, Iggy was ignoring your text. You got to pay it forward. <laughs> Start ignoring someone else. Yeah. So now for tomorrow's program, Pinder, you are uh, representing the uh, the show. Burn, burn, burn. I'll be up in Edmonton again. with our boy Jay from Oilers Honk Nation or some show up there on the on the network. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. we'll be golfing in the ATB Financial Classic Media Day. That used to be an event that was held every year in Calgary. And now what they do is they alternate one year Calgary, one year Edmonton, one year Calgary, one year Edmonton, which well, makes sense. Because Edmonton's important too. Yeah. <clears throat> I think because their tournament fell through. So, yeah. Now you split it. Well, it is Alberta ATB. That would be the. Uh, that makes sense for them. Yeah, yeah. that would. Uh, Pinder, put in a. Don't be a dumbass. Get us a raise. Let's go. 
See what I can do. Yep. All right. You're you want great, to manage a branch? You're a I can get you a job. Are you moving back? You're a great talker. You're a great negotiator. Believe in yourself and go for it. So you golfed on Monday, correct? Was it Monday or Tuesday? Which day? It was Monday. We were at the Rocky right. Mountain Rotary Charity Golf Tournament. And it was cold and you were in shorts. Windy. And I'm, it, it sounded like it, your booze consumption, that the, maybe the weather kind of kept that to a, a minimum. I think I had three drinks in seven hours. That's an extremely low watermark for me. And it right. was more out of fear of uh, hypothermia than anything. What are we thinking? Tomorrow? Cold beverages? No. Friday? No, no. Do you have coffee? I am going up tonight. So tonight will be the, the green light. And tomorrow's mm. game day. And I get back for something tomorrow night, which means I got to be ready to rock and roll after the course to drive for three hours, which means we'll be on best, best, best day. Can you golf sober? tried it it didn't really it wasn't my thing necessarily i find it much like bowling it's very difficult to it's boring as hell yeah. like and man this boom box is annoying when i'm not hammered yeah. <laughs> pinder might be the one thing you know because I, I was saying how everything's uh, better when drunk better when drunk pinder might be the exception you might be better be when sober because you become a lot when you're teetering on the verge of drunk the volume goes up well everything just kind of starts in... it's this kind of starts it's good it's... for a while and then it's too far. Mm -hmm. there's a sweet spot but it's a yeah, very a short amount of time we've got about nine quick. minutes about enjoy nine minutes. Everybody, let's quick. enjoy Pinder for the next nine <laughs> okay. and then ignore. Let's play this dumb drinking game and do high yeah. kicks and then we'll move to the next place. Yeah. Guys that golf with us. I, I thought Pinder would be a little bit more uh, you know, gregarious and outgoing. Oh, so, boy. You know what? Okay, so it just took a while. Maybe you just had to get comfortable with this. Nine minutes. Jesus oh, Christ. Okay. So he's we comfy. Got, we got four. Don't worry, Dean. You've only got four days in Nashville with me next week. Yeah, that's right. Our draft week coverage begins on Monday. You've got the uh, the draft program. Do you want to kind of tee up what that is? It'll run on Tuesday. Yeah, so we had Byron Bader from HockeyProspecting.com come in. Uh, he's phenomenal at tracking prospects uh, pre- and post-draft in terms of where they're at, what their seasons mean down the road, what types of players they're similar to uh, over every single player that's been drafted since 1990 till today. So it's a really interesting website that he's got. Also, we had FC hockey's Western scout, Joel Henderson, join us. He got to see a bunch of these guys live in action and has been following this class of Western Canadians that were led by Connor Bedard for years here. Um, it, it would, I, it was a really nice blend between sort of Byron looking at the hard numbers of things and Joel being like, now here's how you'll watch this guy enter the ozone. And he's really silky doing this. Like, I thought it was a great show. It'll drop Tuesday and the flames pick at 16 for now. Uh, maybe they'll add another first round pick before we get to Wednesday night's round one. And we also did a little mock draft one through 16 stopping where the flames get pick number 16. All right. So that'll run on, uh, on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. And then uh, we are going to be in Nashville Wednesday, Thursday, and then we'll do we'll have some sort of a recap for you on Friday as uh, Barn Burner takes on Music City have without retro. Time, have you seen? I what won't time even know what leaves? to do with myself. Friday, have you looked at the itinerary? Yeah. Are we staying up? Friday. 
5.30 a.m. departure, Nashville. Thanks for booking that. Horrendous. Well, he's going to have to book another. That's how that goes. Not making that one. No, we're not making that one. We should oh. probably be proactive and do that ourselves, but uh, <sighs> we'll figure that out. 5.30? So you want me at the airport at 4? Yeah, no. Hard pass. We'll figure it out. So we're looking forward to all of that coming up. So uh, safe uh, travels. Do us proud tomorrow, Pinder. It'll be good to see the boss minutes. man up there. Yeah. The uh, Oilers fans will be very rational and level-headed, as always. Yep. And are you also uh, traveling? Are you road tripping tomorrow there, Warner? <laughs> All right. We've had the gamut well, run yeah. from, well, Sunday's Father's <laughs> Day. So we were going to leave Sunday, but <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. probably Monday. And then mm-hmm. Monday arrives, oh, I'm too hungover. God, we got boozy on Father's Day. And then Tuesday, well, we got a graduation coming up. So not leave Tuesday, not leave Wednesday, yeah. not leave Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Graduation's done. Are you still coming back for at all? Or I am coming back. Yeah. Well, safe travels potentially tomorrow for you too. If that's but if you dopes aren't there, what am I coming back for? Meet you in Nashville. Maybe uh, I should just go to Nashville. Why wouldn't you? Come on. I mean, Do God, it. you've got days to Come get on. your ass to Nashville. You got tons of time. What's a flight? Because we know we only book one way. What's a one-way flight from yeah, Buffalo? What's a one-way ticket to Nashville? Maybe I should drive, and we could all drive back together. Shit, yeah, let's go. Oof, that's a I'm, road again. Th- th- then we're not catching a whatever AM flight. We'll wheel back. Yeah. Have some fun adventures along the way. You Document always want to do a bandit the- run with me, dude. Yes. Come on, Retro. Let's do it. Nine minutes. How long's the drive? Said, is the pocket. It's hot. I'm checking right now. I'm checking. How long's right the drive? Now. I'm checking. Nice. Fill the f out, would you? All right. Well, I'm excited now. Why is it taking so long? Do do do. I can get uh, rid of flight. Do do do. I don't need a flight. We're driving. Road again. He's driving to get down to Nashville. It's one day and seven hours. So thirty-one. We could do it. Everyone drives ten. Shift work. Shit, yeah. Ten, ten, ten. So sorry, is it seven hours Buffalo to Nashville? Is that so what you said? About ten from Buffalo to Nashville. Okay. And then uh, thirty-one from Nashville to Calgary. We get there on now again because the show Tuesday's travel day. Do you want to split that up? Maybe leave on Monday. Get Me? there on yeah. Or it do you want to do a seven-hour haul? I'm th- I'm just thinking about you. I want you to be ready. No, I'm ten hours is nothing. I got a couple podcasts I'd listen. To. All right, I'm there. Yeah. Tuesday we get in what, Brian? About seven or eight. We so are arriving Tuesday at eight uh, forty-one p.m. You pick us up from the airport. No. Hmm? No, no, no. We'll meet you at Tootsie's. How's that sound? <laughs> what are you I'm dr- not driving to Nashville and going to go to the airport. We are picking us up. No, no you got there. a car. Dude, as long as he's got a table full of Shiner box on the third floor, Tootsie's on fine. <laughs> All right. So we'll, that, we'll, we'll Uber there. We'll, we'll this is the great. Share. You know what? Listen, I'm not even bullshitting. Let's go. Road trip. Although I don't want to get detained at the border and you have a tendency for that to happen. Mm. Bring your Maybe passport, would you? Can you fly from Butte <laughs> to Calgary? Friggin' donkey. Yeah, remember your passport. Good idea. See, now that's what I'm doing after the show now. So what's the, you know, what's the path? What, what cities, what, are, what spots are we going to stop? Yeah, we'll in? have to talk about it off the air. So. Oh, okay. 
You ever been to Des Moines? You really excited to get to Des Moines? Oh, Moines yeah, let's go. We're in Fuck good spot. That. USHL team. Great. This feels, you know what? This feels like a Tommy Boy type of a deal. Oof. I'm eating M&Ms, getting fat in the front seat. Candy. Dora who's, comes flying who's off. Who's music? Who have to listen to? Yeah. We'll, we'll Whoever's driving gets the, gets the music. You get 10 hours each. Do what you need to. Yeah. We'll be okay. listening to your crazy tinfoil hat podcasts. Jesus Christ, Pinder, when do you get to drive? Anything's better than that. <laughs> I'll do the overnight. I like driving at night. You, yeah. you guys got bad eyes. I'll do the overnight. That's perfect. All right, buddies. That's oh, Betway. Let's do some Betway. Pinder, you got a Betway for us before we uh got a Betway? Betway and on our way. That's what we're doing. Baseball tonight. Mariners Yankees. I'm gonna take the under five and a half on the total runs. Uh, no judge still, right? For the Yankees. What's hmm. going on? going on there and seattle not the most potent of offenses both teams pitched decently uh sticky fingers on the mound tonight i think and then uh, we're also going to take a julio rodriguez over one and a half total bases j-rod their superstar all he needs a double for that to come through a couple singles let's go betway bet the responsible way 90 plus ontario only bet the responsible way betway there you go betway the official betting partner for barn burner and flames nation that's going to do it for the show back tomorrow for the friday edition what will there be more flames news it was a lot today it was a lot today jerome againla has refused to sign his contract and is leaving the flames lindholm out againla in <laughs> tremendous see you tomorrow buddies have a good one bye bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.